You know what, Sam? What? I've said it before. We need a goalie. More now than ever. <laughs> yes, we definitely do. Coming to you from the heart of Kane's country, this is the Kaniac Report. Your number one source for everything Carolina Hurricanes, hot takes, predictions, game analysis, and NHL news. And now your hosts, Sam Wallace and Sam Driscoll. All right, we're back with another episode of the Kaniac Report. Uh, We've hoped uh, you have had a nice weekend. Uh, Right now, as we are recording this, we're recording the majority of this episode before the Washington game. Uh, so you guys, uh, when you hear the Washington portion of this episode, it'll be us recording right after. You might hear a lot of sadness or a lot of happiness. Okay. Depends on how that game's going to go. Hopefully a lot of happiness. I'm going to the game with a buddy of mine who's a Caps fan. So That's going to be fun, I'm sure. Oh boy. I went to the Nashville game. Yeah, and I that was something. I feel free there. Yes. Uh, so first, uh, p- first, what we're going to go through is there, there are a couple of podcast news. One, obviously, we have a promo with SeatGeek. Uh, you get a discount off of your first purchase. Use promo code, all one word, Caniac Report. You get 20% off. Pretty good deal. i do it if I were you. Yeah. It's you your get first a good purchase, discount of tickets. You can go to the Hurricanes. You can go see Gabriel Iglesias is coming to PNC Arena. If he's on there... Go get yourself a discount for your first purchase on SeatGeek. Does not matter. You can if you want to go to see the Hurricanes, go for it. They're not playing good right now, so I might not blame you. But there we are. We encourage you though. Absolutely, encourage you to go see a Hurricanes game because tickets could be cheaper because they're not doing so good right now. Yeah, so you never could know. Be. Or go do something else. Perfect. You know what time around? You know what time of year it is, though, Sam. It's Christmas time. Yes, it is. So family's going to be in town. A lot of family time. Yeah. Great way to get a discount on tickets through Seat There's Geek. a game Saturday, Christmas weekend. Family will be in yes. town. Take the whole family. Buy a whole bunch of tickets and get yourself a big discount. Go for it. Use yep. the Caniac code. Report, all one word. Caniac Report, all one word. Use it. Go enjoy yourself. Go enjoy the gift of hockey. Yes, as the gift of hockey hopefully keeps on giving. Uh, next piece of news, I just wanted to let you know we are not going to be having a giveaway this month. But because we're not having one this month, there will be two opportunities for next month. Yes. Something happened, so we're not going to be able to do it. But you'll have two opportunities next month uh, to win a chance to get f- two free tickets and a parking pass to a Hurricanes game. So, Sam, we're, we're, we're helping people get discounted tickets, and we're giving people tickets. I think we're doing our job to get people's butts in seats. Yes. We are. We definitely are. And if anybody working for the Hurricanes are listening to this, hey, um, we're, we're, we're helping you guys out. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, that's all for just podcast news right there. But the next piece of news, obviously, is NHL news. And, Sam, there was a trade that actually happened. A few days ago, Thomas Tatar uh, got traded. Um, he was on Colorado, obviously. And if you look at his uh, career, I mean, most of his career, he's been pretty good. But he got traded from Colorado because it just was not working. He got tr- he gets traded to Seattle for a fifth-round pick. 
They're just um, moving some so, cap space around. Yeah, moving cap space. They're probably going to look to add exactly 1.5 million. Interestingly enough, that's the exact same caps cap hit that Ronta has. I don't think Colorado needs a goalie. No, they don't. Now, but. if they would like Ronta, I mean, look, so, uh, and we'll get to Ronta in a minute. But um, yes, we will. Go ahead and keep going, Sam. Um, but I mean, I think that's kind of a cap dump, and Seattle probably wants some depth on the uh, at the forward group. So. A decent trade, uh, but there's not much to delve into in this trade because, I mean, it's something but not something at the same time. Um, Sam, the next piece of news that I think I wanted to just mention here, there is going to be a roster freeze coming up yep. on December 22nd. And the reason why I bring that up is the next piece of news that we'll talk to with the whole goaltending situation, but... If the Hurricanes try to make a trade during that Christmas roster freeze season, they're not going to be able to. So just wanted to let you know, there is going to be roster freeze starting on December 22nd, I think probably to the end of Christmas, which makes sense. You kind of don't want players to be traded during the Christmas time. No, not at all. Um, yeah, so it's coming up. Um, I... So Hurricanes won't, won't be able to move anybody during that time no and which is probably why you want to do it now especially because this this is the most important stretch because you've got you're playing the stanley cup champion vegas and three divisional games washington i think the islanders so washington today yeah vegas on tuesday um then uh carolina's at pittsburgh on thursday and then the islanders on saturday so three of these next four are divisional games so you need if you will lose to vegas i'm probably not going to go bat you know i'm not going to go bonkers on that you know it's like okay you lost to Stanley cup champion vegas probably one of the best about the best team in the national hockey league okay i can give a pass there but you need to win today you need to win thursday and you need to win saturday yes and obviously in the game today kachekov will be playing um, and I think we can win. I, cause right now I think it's obvious, especially with the confidence, confidence level between both Ronta and Kachekov. I think, uh, Kachekov has earned that confidence because of his recent play. Yeah. Uh, Ronta, he's down in the dumpsters and let's just go ahead and get to that. And the hurricanes new Sam, obviously auntie Ronta has been put on waivers. And because of that, I, there were, questions if Yanni Perez was going to be called up yes he's called up it's official and and I don't know see how that goes assuming Ronta doesn't get claimed I mean this I mean Perez will back up tonight but I don't think I mean I I mean Perez is just a placeholder yes it does not this doesn't mean that and that um that Ronta is getting sent down if he clears Uh, this is a cap probably maneuver and make some appealing you know and and if a team needs a goalie like desperately though someone will take him and we'll find out probably in the next four or five minutes ish yes because we've been really keeping up with elliot friedman he's really good on those waiver players. yeah and it's a big waiver because carolina hasn't really put anybody on waivers this year and they and they they need goaltending so it's like okay well that's what makes it risky like i think if we put it put a defenseman on waivers, a forward on waivers. I mean, you have a little bit more of a cushion there. But with goaltending, you only have two goalies. 
And if one is taken away, then you only have basically one kind of NHL goalie. Uh, that's not a recipe for success. Yeah, and as of uh, Ronta was put on waivers, Elliot Friedman reported it as of 202. So we'll probably be getting an answer on whether or not he cleared. And You might get a live answer. Yeah, you'll probably get some <laughs> live reaction to this. Um, there was one live reaction, if you remember. Tarasenko. With yeah. uh, Tarasenko. Still that was him. funny. And Looking back. And we've beaten them both times. So screw you, Tarasenko. Should have come to Carolina. Um, I bet you're happy about that, though. Yeah, because I don't like it. I, I don't like how he handled that situation. Um, but yeah, I mean, look, I, I we, we tweeted out yesterday. You and I've been critical of goaltending, rightfully so. I've been critical of Ranta and Kochetkov, but his overall time in Carolina has been very, very good. And Ranta was very, very good in the playoffs. And Ranta has very good last season. And I think Ranta's first year with Carolina, him and Reddy won the Jennings. So. You know, I'm not here to bash Ranta and say, oh, good, he's gone. No, I mean, it's, he was un- a it's, great an un- guy. it's an unfortunate situation that we're in right now. And, of course, all you know, it's unfortunate that his play is worse than Scott Darling's. His numbers are worse than Darling's were with Carolina, which yeah. that's not a good thing at all. So, you know, it's unfortunate. Again, we'll see what happens. We've got a few more minutes probably until we get an answer on – on whether or not we're, you know, in in a playoff situation or not, but yeah, but we're we'll not in a playoff see. situation, or whether Ronta stays with Carolina or not. So yeah, we'll see. And I mean, I will go out on the limb. While goaltending is the root of the problem right now, uh, defense, the defensive support around him hasn't been great. Sure. Yet he still needs to make those saves, and we'll get to the. Um, the Nashville game as to what, why he wasn't doing good. But let's, but I also wanted to mention, I mean, after that game, you had players, um, consulting him, consoling him, yeah. consoling my bad. Yeah. And, and you know what? That's amazing. I, there's, there's no doubt I have with the culture of this team. The doubt isn't in the culture. The doubt is on the ice. And, Sometimes the on-ice product isn't good, but that's when the culture of this team can really just really come out and show how great it is. Yeah. And I thought that was amazing how the players handled Toronto. I think Ronta as a person is amazing. Yeah. But it was the right move by management. Sadly. Risky move, I think. But (laughs) it's... is it's a move, and I think it's a step in the right direction. Carolina is in a position where every team that has a goalie that they're willing to move is going to charge more than they're worth to us because we need one. So they're going to take us out to town, rightfully. I mean, you, you, I mean, you well, know, we're what? not I the, the only thing. team. We're not the only team that needs goaltending. No, and New I would Jersey do. needs goaltending. They probably don't need it. Edmonton, as much as we do. I think, needs goaltending too. Edmonton might not be willing to give up a whole lot, though, to get it. Um, and I think we're going to be willing to give up a little bit more. Well, I I, I do, too. But um, in any way, uh, we'll see how the goalie market shapes out to be. 
And yeah. obviously, Yanni Peretz gets called up. Sam, I think he is just a placeholder. I yes. think he is that buffer because the rule is, if you guys don't know, uh, once you send someone down or once a player clears waivers, he can spit, still be on the team, but only for 30 days. So that means that trade is, to me, imminent within the next month that we'll get a goaltender. Yeah, because Ronta is not going to stay. Um, and, and he'll just be sent down to the AHL. Ronta clears. He did. Ronta clears waivers. Correct. Okay. See? And you were nervous. I might have been a little bit nervous too, but I, I, I was pretty confident in the fact that I didn't think Ronta was going to um, get claimed just from the numbers. So he clears, which is good. Uh, but now you have to actually go out. And this management team needs to prove that they they want to see a Stanley Cup. And they need to get, go out and get a goaltender. So there's that. Uh, another fun piece of news, Sam. Um, her, Seth Jarvis in the previous game hit 100 points yep. in his career. So good for Seth Jarvis. Obviously, I do think he's playing better season than last season, even though I still think he could probably get a little bit better in his scoring touch. Just a little bit. Yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll, I'm not freaking out. Really, at the end of the day, you need to work. This team needs to be fixed from the goalie out. I'll worry about the offense when we can stop letting bad goals. We're, t- we're top 10 in goals four in the standings. I mean, yeah, but I mean, like we're, we're like, like around Nashville, 100. We scored five. We allowed six. Goal scoring is not the problem there, and I don't even know if it was necessarily team defense was the problem as much as it's the, the goal, you know. You there know. were a couple goals. Sure, I mean, if you get two, where but you scored like, five. Defense should have well, Sure, you there. scored five, you allowed two on bad defensive plays, you went five to two. So, yes, and you can't ever, and listen, I'm not saying this is an excuse, but no matter how good a team's defense is, you cannot expect perfection. Out of a team's defense, there there are going to be times where your the defense is going to be at its heels. Correct. There is, and that happens. You're not going to win every game, and you're not going to play outstanding. So the benefit is right now, Carolina's on Carolina is on a three game point streak, which isn't bad. They've got it five really out isn't. of six points. I'll take that right now, given there's been some struggles. You got a point on a back to back, and guess what? Washington's in that boat tonight. They're coming off a back-to-back. They played last night. I don't know if they won. I haven't looked, but they played hockey last night. So they're coming to Carolina, and I don't. And they played, I think, an away game. Um, I think they played in Washington. I'm checking here. Okay. Um, I want to think they. Pl- I don't remember if they played in Washington or Nashville, but they also played Nashville. They played in Nashville and they lost three to one. So two teams coming off a loss. Two of these two, both of these teams are coming off a loss. Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh, boy, they got spanked. They lost seven to nothing against Toronto. Good. Keep divisional teams need to keep losing. Yeah, they do. Although 
tell Philadelphia and the Islanders that. But this is the perfect opportunity for Carolina to get this win against a divisional foe that you haven't played against yet, but you've been very good against in the last several years. In the Rob Renamore era, Carolina's done very well against the Caps, including beating them in a seven-game series in the playoffs the first year they made it. So go out, play a really tough game, and get a win against the Caps. I think is paramount tonight. Again, divisional game you want to win. I think it's a must win, to be honest. I do. Yeah, and you'll hear us talk about that game after um, after it because um, it hasn't been played yet, so we're talking a little bit there. I, I think Carolina wins tonight. I really do. I think they're going to be starved for a home win, and I think they're going to come and they're going to play well. Vetchkin hasn't exactly been great. Um, they're all on the back-to-back. They probably gave it their all the other night. It was a road game, so they're playing back-to-back on the road. That's not That's harder. That's even worse. So, you know, at least Carolina got to come home. They got a point out of it. And I think Carolina's been very good at home this season. So They mostly have. So, yeah, we'll see about that. But before we recap the Detroit-Nashville games, let's get to our sponsor. Bet the action on the ice with DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now and use code THPN. New customers can get 150 bucks instantly in bonus bets for betting just $5 on hockey. That's code THPN. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boo Hill Casino and Resort, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus pass expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash hockey for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. NHL and the NHL Shield are registered trademarks of the National Hockey League. Copyright NHL 23. All rights reserved. Okay, Sam, the Detroit game. Um, well, what's funny is during this Detroit game, uh, we actually recorded a part of our episode during that game. Because of that, I, we missed the first goal. Jack Drury gets the first goal from Nason and Netches. Yep. And Kachekov is playing in Nets. And... I thought he played a lot better against Ottawa. Um, I guess I didn't. I I guess for me, I don't hold him. (sighs) He wasn't square with a buck on that. I mean, on that uh, Rasmussen. I guess I don't. I don't give Ronta too much problem again. That Detroit game. Kachekov. I mean, Kachekov in that game. I I really felt like Ronta. That Kachekov played very, very good, and I think Kachekov's been playing very, very good. So. Keep, uh, I think if Carolina keeps playing, if Kochekov keeps playing like that, I think we'll be okay in the interim. But you, you need, you need, you need a goalie. And, oh yes, you, do. you can't, you you can't have one goalie in this league <laughs> that can play NHL. No, and today's going to show at, you that at Kochekov's level. Well, what if what happens if you know Ronta gets hurt? It's like okay, <laughs> 
You know, like today, what if Carolina? That's that's what why if, that's why they brought up Yanni Perez because the thing is, they I don't think they really want to play Perez unless he's that uh, emergency fun type of player. So I think I will say you know today if Kachekov gets hurt, guess who's going in between the pipes? And it's Peretz. like, oh my goodness, yeah. dude hasn't even played a game in, in the pros yet, right? I don't really consider the ECHL unless we have pros, unless but... unless we have another Cam Ward. <laughs> Moments. Look, if he becomes Cam Ward and comes in, lights it up, and you know wins as a Stanley Cup, awesome. But I feel like that's like a lightning in a bottle kind of thing, and we already got. Oh, ours. it is. Although Jordan Bennington might have something to say no, about maybe that. Every, well, maybe every team gets their one goalie that'll do that for them. But we already point. had our one yeah, goalie. Yeah, so I just don't think it's gonna happen again. Um, it could. I mean, Peretz could come in and turn you know heads and become that guy, but. I don't want to count on it, and we shouldn't count on that. And then we still don't know about no, Anderson, and that sounds – even though he was working out today with Bill Berniston, I, I still don't think that's a thing that's imminent. Yes. Um, back to the, the Detroit game, though, I remember uh, there was one play that Kachekov did make, though, that I was nervous because he gave the puck away to Patrick Kane, mm. if you remember. But he was able to stop that. But Detroit's goalie, Ville Husso, he Man. made an error. Yeah, and, and it was Jordan Stahl scoring, and that was the game-winning goal. And that's sometimes that's sometimes what you need, and sometimes that happens, right? I mean, yeah. it, it could have just as easily been Kochetkov who did that, and then that's you know a game-winning goal for Detroit. At the end of the day, Carolina's goalie was better than Detroit's goalie, and Carolina wins the game two to one. Yes, and in that third period, what was really funny because I want to kind of mention this: we were we were pretty much watching two games because Toronto. Or was down five to nothing against Columbus, and they tied it. So if we were watching that the overtime on that plus the Carolina Detroit game. Man, that Columbus won in overtime. That's such a Toronto type type of game right there. In a, in a nutshell. Yeah, that was kind of funny. I mean, good for Columbus to to get the win. They shouldn't have gotten to overtime. But if they had lost that game, I think that would have been a disaster for the franchise. So good for them to get the win. I mean, probably not the way they wanted to, but they figured it out. Yes, definitely. And I'd probably put Columbus a little bit in Carolina's shoes during the Nashville game, as we shouldn't have gotten to overtime, which uh, we'll get to uh, right now, actually. Um, Nashville game. Sam, this was just crazy. Uh, I don't know how much he saw this game. I didn't get to watch really any of it. I, I listened on the radio the last period. That was it. Oh, the overtime? Or well, yeah, I listened to the third in overtime, but I didn't get to watch it. Oh, okay. Well, first period, um, Nashville scores as Parison. I think that's how you pronounce his last name. Um, if I butchered it, I'm very sorry. But... Nashville scores, they make it one to nothing. To me, that's a goal that Ranta, I think, really needs to have because it's a five-hole goal. You can't let um, a puck that basically goes between the goalie's legs to come in. I'm sorry, but I think Ranta really should have had that. But it's one to nothing, Nashville. And then we get some scoring going. And uh, 11 and 7 has been deployed in these past two games, Sam. So you get to see D'Angelo. And it is actually, uh, well, first, you have Nason scoring from Drury and Neches, which was a great tip from Nason out in front of the goalie as Drury 
um, shoots it. Um, I think uh, glove high, I believe, on the power play. We tie it one to one. Carolina gets back on the power play, Sam. They score again. D'Angelo with it. Such a deceptive My man. shot. Right in between the legs. I'm sure. Did you see the recap of D'Angelo's goal? Um, no, I, I really never had the opportunity to do that. But I know you texted me and you were so happy that Tony got the goal. Well, so Tony, um, what's funny is that I thought Nason might have tipped it out in front. And at first, the NHL app said Nason. But then they reverted back to D'Angelo. So it's now D'Angelo's goal. It's official that it's D'Angelo. And great for him. Sam D'Angelo is a natural on the power play. He's amazing. I hope we go 11 and 7 again. It against sounds Washington. like that's the case when they were running some like lines today. D'Angelo was running power play one. So sounds like 11 and 7 again. And I think you need some offense against this kind of a team. And I mean, yeah. D'Angelo, Although I think you could argue Lemieux as well because Washington's also a feisty team. Sure. Too. If you want to get some grit, that makes sense to me as well. But at, the, at that point, I would bench Chatfield. I, I just I, I like D'Angelo more than Chatfield right now for the power for power play purposes. You're going up against one of the elite players when it comes to power plays. You really want to handicap your power play against a team that has Alex Ovechkin just standing yeah, on that, the Yeah, that has a good argument. Yeah. So, you know, in a game like this, then yeah, I'm keeping against the Caps, I'm keeping D'Angelo in because I'm not going to handicap my power play just because I like, you know. I think there's a good argument for keeping Traffield in, and I think there's a good argument for um, keeping D'Angelo in. That's, that's how I see it. So, um, but um, two to one. Carolina's winning. And then second period, that's where all the goals are scored, Sam. You have Roman Yoshi, who scores on a wraparound. And in that wraparound chance, Ronto, I don't know what he was doing, but he was looking out in the yonder because he didn't even try to stop it which basically gave Yoshi on that wraparound a uh, open net chance and Yoshi is going to bury that because Roman Yoshi is one of the best defensemen in the NHL he's going to score there and he does so it is I think yeah it is tied but then you have Carolina scoring two the next two goals Traffield from a great play pat a great pass I would say from Bunting and Martinuk and then you have Ajo score, scoring from Jarvis and Nason. That was my favorite goal of the night because that was just a very good set play. And I'm telling you, I'm loving Steven Nason, Sam. I love yeah. Nason to death. Yeah, Stefan Nason's been very good for us. Um, I mean, that was his ninth goal in the season. Um, trying to see here, just looking at stats in general, what he's done this year. I mean, I'm just happy that we're getting some you know, offense from, from that group right from that what would be the considered the fourth line and i think that's super important yes it is uh drury's playing amazing i believe he's on a five game point streak so the f i mean the fourth line players are playing great and that's why you have nason playing up with aho and jarvis and honestly it was it was during this nashville game sam where uh brinmore actually flip-flopped kk and drury yeah, and, and I think there's a good argument to be made for KK. His offense isn't there right now. 
Not but at all. Drury's is, and I I do believe that the player that's going the most deserves a good chance of being in the top six. Sure. I mean, I don't have a problem with it as long as it's working. And again, Drury yeah. seems to have the touch. He was snake bitten early in the season. Um, but going back to Stephen Ason, he's got 19 points in 30 games. That's really good. It's over a point every other game. Um, nine goals, 10 assists. I mean, and he's starting to rack up the goals in his last one, two, three, four, five games. He's gotten three goals. This will be like a career year for him. Yeah. Although I would argue ever since he started playing in Carolina for us, his game has been very good. Yeah, he only had one game where he didn't get a point, and that last, was against Ottawa. Yeah, and last season, I thought he was really good too. I thought I think he had like thirty six points last season. Nason's been wonderful. He, yeah, he's been one of my favorite players this season. Yeah, he's done really well, and that's what's. And he's an me. agitator too, which I like. Yes. Um, but yeah, and then obviously, a national responds again. O'Reilly scores, and then you have Natchez scoring. Um, which he just he kind of scored off of the four check there, which was really good. But then you have Nashville scoring again from Tyson Berry. And then in the third period, to me, this was a goal I think our defense kind of fell, the par- fell apart on. That was the Jeremy Lazan goal. That tied it up. And at that point, you're like, come on. And honestly, I thought in that third period, Ronta, that was his best period of the night. I really did. I thought Ronto responded very well after that second period, but the defense in front of him kind of let him down there. But at the same time, he could have stopped a few of the goals in the second period. So I'm not really going to give him a benefit of the doubt here. Um, but it's tied. It goes into overtime, and Sam Philip Forsberg scores in overtime. I think that's the goal Ronto should have had. And we lose in overtime. We get one point, which, considering you're playing against a Western Conference team, I am fine with, but you should have won the game. You had two opportunities where you're up two goals against Nashville, and you couldn't win the game. I'm sorry, but you got to win that game. Yeah, no, I mean, I agree. You, you have to. You shouldn't have should never have gotten into overtime. You should have won. And unfortunately, we're in a spot now that we didn't get those two points, but we got a point, and we need to win. We need to win. In my opinion, I think we need to run the gauntlet before Christmas. We'll see. Vegas is going to be tough. If you can get a point against Vegas, though, I'll be happy. When I say run the gauntlet, I want a point in all these games. If we can do that, I'll be happy. Yes, I I really would too, Um, because the Metro Division is really tough. Philadelphia is not giving up. I at some point though i think philly's gonna fall in the i think washington's gonna fall yeah they've been falling washington at some point i think the past couple weeks they were like top three and now they're falling yeah i mean washington's just not that great novechkin hasn't been very good so hopefully all of that plays in our favor for carolina versus washington coming up now well i was wrong we lost (laughs) two to one in the shootout against the washington capitals um I thought Carolina played a very good game. I mean, I really didn't have an overall issue with their game. Um, I thought they had a lot of good chances. Really, I thought Kochekov was really good tonight. I thought he made a lot of really, really good saves on, like, Ovechkin and Wilson. And Oh, he was great. 
He yeah. really was. And I don't blame him on the goal. I mean, it was like the second breakaway or something like that. Or just the defense let him walk right down the middle. And I'm like, yeah, it's not the goalie's fault. Um, we had a goal called off. That was the right call. It, it was. was that was goalie interference. Um, I mean, two to one. You get a goal from Maho. Great pass from Jarvis. Um, to take it one nothing lead, and then you get that tie, and that's really it. That's all that happened in the second period. First period and third period was a bunch of cardio. He had a couple of good chances on both sides. Goaltending was really good. And then you get to overtime, and Washington – I mean, Washington – and you texted me during, I think, the game. Washington plays a very boring style of They hockey. do. They, and they, they just, play that neutral zone trap very well. Yeah, I mean, they don't have any really players – I mean, Ovechkin didn't even score tonight. I think he's got five goals on the year. I mean, Ovechkin's not a goal scorer anymore. So, really, they just don't have anybody on their team who can score, and they really don't have a lot of skill guys. So, that's just how they win hockey games. I think their plan was to get it to a shootout. The way I they really played, do. The way they played overtime, I think so. They probably have, they probably had confidence in Kemper, and they know that Carolina's goaltending's been a bit icky, right? So they probably were like, "Okay, we'll take our chances there," and they know because they played last night. Yeah, so they were just like, "All right, we'll just hold on to the puck. If we get an opportunity, we'll take a chance," and they did. I mean, Shea saved a goal in overtime. So I mean, either way, they get a point. Whether it ended there, or ended in the shootout, like it did. Um, but it's frustrating. Um, my, uh, I'm not, look, everyone wants to make excuses for Rob Brendamore and that's fine. I love Rob Brendamore. He's a hall of famer. The fact that he's not is ridiculous, but at some point I'm going to, I mean, at some point, all of you who defend him, you need to justify to me why you extend him after this season, because I, right. You, it's buck stops at the coach and the leadership of the players. And no one's, and right now there's an issue. You just sent down your goalie to Chicago, Auntie Ranta to Chicago. And this is the answer that we give. Anaho said it before the game that, you know, hopefully it's a wake up call. Well, guess not. Should have won this game. Should have put some of those chances away. This game should have been one in regulation. So. I'm not making excuses for Rob Rendemore anymore. I've been critical of him, and I'm going to continue to do so. I think if you miss the playoffs, I'll tell you right now, you miss the playoffs, I don't resign him, and I think it's a mistake to do so. Yes, he's a coveted coach. That's fine. Coaches have expiration dates. Craig Berube is, I think, a really good example of that. Great coach, won a Stanley Cup. The fans loved him, right? You saw what happened with with Kyrie, right? Uh, he, made, oh, yeah. he made the comment, um, he's not my coach anymore. I have no comment, and he gets booed by the fans. People love Barube, and they're going to remember him as the guy who won a Stanley Cup, and Carolina's going to remember Rod always as the guy who lifted the cup for the first time in Carolina, rightfully so, rightfully so. Sometimes leadership, even he got stripped of the captaincy, right? We gave it to Eric Stahl. Um, I don't like how that was done, which is why all those of you who say that Jordan's going to get stripped of the captaincy during the season, it's not going to happen. Rod doesn't like that. and Yeah, he really doesn't. And whether you think, I mean, I, I kind of tend to lean toward maybe we give it to Ajo now, but it's just not going to happen. And Rod's not going to get fired during the season. Um, and all those who say he's going to go coach somewhere else, no. Rod either will coach here or not coach at all. I don't think he's going to go anywhere else. Maybe if there's a good relationship with Ron Francis, Seattle, but I just maybe Philly, maybe St. Louis. I mean, like teams he's played with, but 
Oh, oh my gosh, St. Louis. <laughs> I yeah, can totally I mean, see something like St. Louis. I think they if, have, if, if we uh, don't extend them. And, and I think you have to, to look at that because this roster is pretty much the same. You have a few new faces, but not enough to drastically, I think, change the reality of this team. I mean, they still, in my opinion, on paper, they got better. So I don't see how Bunting, Orloff, and D'Angelo ruin this team at all. Especially when you got D'Angelo as a healthy scratch, Bunting's a fourth line. He's still he's an upgrade from Derek Stepan, and Orlov's an upgrade from Gostas Bear. If you want to be technical about it, and and yeah, Orlov was really rough during the start of the season, but he's playing very well with yeah, Chatfield. That Chatfield Orlov pair has been very very good. Look, fireplace thought though. Yeah, and I mean, here's the thing: it, it wasn't bad well, at points. I thought that four, the four minute one was but, our best one. They had a lot of really good opportunities. Yes. I would, say, yeah, including. I would I mean, they say did score. it probably. I I would probably say it wasn't. It didn't suck, but wasn't great. Tonight's the tonight's game was lost on special teams. Carolina had several power, had a lot of power plays. The game was lost on that four minute five on four. You had four minutes and you didn't score. You score on there, you get the goal later in the game, you probably win the hockey game. And Carolina just didn't do that. They technically did score. It's called off again. We talked about it. That was the right call. It was goalie interference. Yeah, it was. Um, I don't know. I was a little bit frustrated with Nathan there uh, because I was like, dude, there is no lane to get in front of the goalie yeah. in that area. But, I mean, if it gets disallowed, you know what? Use that as motivation to try and get that next goal because against a team like Washington this season two goals is enough probably to win you a game um I'm starting to be a little bit critical of Tara Vinan and mm-hmm. KK a bit well there's another there's uh, another thing that I have a problem I, with, with. I, well, I think they flopped uh KK off that line I, I don't even know if he played the last five ten minutes of regulation i don't remember seeing him a whole lot i saw a lot of jack jury even in overtime i saw a lot of jack jury and i thought he was again i thought jack jury was good tonight. i thought he was good i thought aha was pretty good in the stall line best yeah. line but that's, best line tonight but the problem is your best line can't be a line that can't score exactly so there's a lot of problems here and i think any rational person would start to hang this on on a coach but again, it's Rob Rindemore and no one but he wants to do I put on that. Don Waddell before I put it on. I mean, if you want to put it on, on Waddell, that's fine too. But I just don't have an issue with the personnel that we have. I mean, again, I don't believe Rod gets let go in the regular during the season because there's a natural ending point to his contract anyway. Yeah. Um, and honestly, I probably shouldn't say Don. I should probably say Tom Dundon <laughs> since Brindemore actually commented Dundon being like, well, you got to talk to Tom on getting us a goalie. Yeah, that. so so <laughs> I mean maybe maybe yeah. there is some problems there. I mean again, I'm upset with Rod tonight for one reason in particular. Yes, it was the closest to a goal, but why in the name of all that is holy do you put a guy out who hasn't scored in forever? You don't put Tavo on the ice for a shootout when you're just what he's not scored. I mean that just blew my mind. Why when I saw that I was like, why are you putting a guy on the ice who's so snake bitten? Talk to our, our. I would put Nason out there. Yeah, I mean, yeah, give Nason a shot. Give Jack Jury a shot. Jury, yeah. I mean, right why now. why are you putting a guy who's just? I mean, again, I thought that was coaching malpractice. Um, that made no sense to me. Look, 
I do, I, I do agree with you. I think you make a good point there. And look, y'all don't like it when I talk about Rod this way, but I would talk about this about any coach this way. I, I'm not. I don't. I don't. I don't care what you did in the past. I care what you're going to do in the future because you know the past is the past, and we need to move on. Yes, you won a Stanley Cup for us. Yes, you brought us out of the dark ages. Eternally grateful, and you should be a Hall of Famer. But sir, if you you know if if you've reached your expiration date as a coach with this group. There's no hard feelings there. Look, I love Rod Brindamore. I think he's a great, great man, great player, and a great coach. Sometimes you lose a room. And where I don't say that's a bad thing, I think that happens to people, right? There's only, there's only so many times you can call out players. There's only so many times you can say the same thing over and over again. And if the results don't change, that's what the reality of it. Right now, do I think Carolina's a playoff team? No. I, I just I don't see it. And I think if they do, they probably get beat in the first round. I'm just I'm not seeing I see no fire. I see no desperation. This is a divisional game against a team who's got games in hand, and they got the extra point tonight, and they brought it to overtime anyway. I got a lot. I mean, right now, I have some issues with a lot of the top guys aren't playing the way they need to right now at all. Your best line cannot be the stall line. They cannot score. They No one on that line can score. You decided yeah, not to really keep can't. Nina Ryder. Right, you decide to be cheap there, not keep Nino. Okay, um, mm, that may be a problem now, given that is your best line, and you might want to get someone who can score on that line, but it can play solid defense too. I mean, maybe you put, maybe you bump Fost up to the top line, and maybe you put Natchez with Stall. I don't know. I mean, because Natchez can play defense sometimes. Um, maybe put Jarvis on that line. I don't know. Look, Rob throws, and I still think you need to mix up the the, the defensive lines because Burns. Well, this game isn't really a good example to talk about the defense, considering. No, I mean, I thought tonight was a giving up one goal. No, I mean, well, my issue with Burns is he's just not scoring, and I just think he's taking. Yeah, the drive. yeah, Burns is. I'm scoring. talking about in general this season. Burns hasn't been very good, so. But there needs to be some changes. It sounds like Freddie's coming back soon. I'm hesitant to believe that, but we'll see. We'll talk more <laughs> about that the next episode. Yeah, but it's still good news to end it on that Freddie's cleared to skate. Hopefully he'll play um, sooner rather than later. I don't expect, and Adam Gold said it on the radio on the way home today, he expects Kochekov to play all of the games. And oh, I'm I like, do, too. <laughs> I'm like, I do oh, my too. God, get a goalie. That's ridiculous. Um and I think that's concerning because I just I don't know if that's going to work. But again, so far he's been hot. So sure, um, let him keep going. Yes. We've got points in the last four straight. That's good. So we've got. I mean, we did move up in the standing, so it could have been a lot worse. It could yeah. have been Washington could have won this in regulation. Yeah, for sure. So again, you take the point. I think you're in a position where you need to win against Vegas now, or at least I think you need to get a point against Vegas. That's going to be a tough game. I don't expect – I mean, I have cautious optimism. If you can get a point against they Vegas. Can get a point, I'm happy. Yeah, so you get a point against Vegas. You got a point against the Caps. Technically, you're still on pace for the – what, the six points that I wanted on this stretch of four started today. So, yeah, I mean, you're still in that right direction. So you get two out of these. Now, if they win against Vegas, okay. Yeah, no, All that's right. a plus. That's amazing. Plus, you want to go out and you want to beat Pittsburgh. And I think they can beat Pittsburgh. I really think they can. Yeah. Yep. So let's hope for that. 
let's move on. Um, next game is Tuesday against Vegas. Sam, you and I will be there and yep. hope for the best. Yes, and we will see you guys Friday. Thanks for listening to the Kaniac Report. Be sure to subscribe wherever you heard this podcast so you never miss a future episode. Can't get enough of the Kaniac Report? For more content or to connect with the Sams, check them out on Instagram and Twitter at the Kaniac Report. We'll see you next time. Yeah.